Car Powership is a Turkish company that specializes in the generation of electricity on huge power ships. It was awarded a preferred bidder status in 2022 to park three power ships in South African ports to generate around 1,200 megawatts of electricity. These projects were delayed by several legal challenges related to corruption and there were also several environmental groups objecting to the use of gas to generate the electricity. However, South Africa's Baba Krisi, the Minister of Environment, Forestry and Fisheries earlier this week, dismissed the appeals of five environmental groups against the group's plans to install a ship in the port of Richards Bay to generate 450 megawatts of electricity. She also changed her previous decision to deny Kapowership permission to pursue environmental approval for parking a 320 megawatt power ship at Soldana Bay. The third project at the port of Ngura remains delayed due to a disagreement with the port over the location of the vessel. On the line is Mehmet Katmer. He is the commercial director at Kapowership and is based in Istanbul in Turkey. Mehmet, thank you so much for your time today. Barbara Creasy's dismissal of the appeals of the environmental groups is seen as a big step forward for Kapowership. How big is this step? It is an important step in our environmental application. We've been engaging with the communities and doing a very thorough study on the environmental side for the last one, one and a half years. And for Richards Bay and Saldana, there were these appeals. One of them was done by us. One of them was the groups, some of the lobbyist groups. And now I think DFFE has instructed us to continue the process and hopefully we will submit our final environmental report soon. A lot has happened since you were awarded the preferred bidder status in 2022. Can you go ahead and start operations here in terms of the original commercial agreement you have signed with government, especially related to the tariffs and the 20-year contract period? Will it remain the same commercial arrangement? As you know, the tender requirement was for 20 years, and there are 11 projects that are awarded from that round. Three is ours. Three of the projects have reached financial close and they have started their construction for a 20-year term. That's what we have responded to for the term. There will be a change of the term because, you know, this is an ongoing procurement process. There needs to be a formal process, which is run by IPP office, and then we could discuss on the term reduction. But for the time being, we are continuing the process as the original term, but we are happy to engage with government if there is a different term discussion. But that discussion hasn't started formally yet. If we assume that there will be no more legal challenges or unexpected delays, how quickly can you deploy those ships? As Car Power Ship, we have a proven global track record, and we are now currently operating in 19 different countries. The business model that we have, we have these assets readily available so that we could have a fast track delivery timeline. So the assets that we are, the power ships that we are talking for South Africa, for the three projects are readily available for the last two years. So once we reach financial close, the deadline for us to deliver more electrons to the grid is 12 months. We would comply with that timeline and deliver as soon as possible. But the assets are ready. 12 months after financial close. So it can happen quite quickly. Yes, because what we need to build in those projects in order to deliver the power to the grid is just a transmission line and a pipeline between our power ship and the FSRU. 
That's the reason why it takes 12 months. Actually, there are projects around the world which we have delivered less than a month when the grid connection is much easier to do. There are some negative perceptions regarding capowership in South Africa and they relate to issues like corruption. There are issues related to the environment and also the cost to South Africa. And they could be very, very difficult perceptions to change. Let's start with the allegations of corruption because corruption in South Africa is very topical. How would you address those allegations and try to sway the perceptions? First of all, we have been acquitted not only, but I think actually twice for those allegations. And this is a tender which is run by IPP office. And the tender administration was extremely transparent on both the admission side as the review side. And there was a court case after we've been awarded, which cleared all the tenders as well as the IPP office, and we are awarded with cost. So on that one, I strongly recommend for everyone to take a look at all the bidders in this standard. More or less, all of them are sovereign-owned, blue-chip, big international companies, including ourselves, Carpowership. So I don't think any of these companies would have ever entered a tender that carried slightest risk of not being transparent. So that's what we have tendered for, and there is a very transparent process of what is our tender and how it is being reviewed. I don't see how these allegations could be true, to be honest. I was personally involved from the initial tender preparation until today. And I could say that the reason why we are awarded is because of the costs, which were we were very competitive. Out of that 11 projects, we were the second, third, and fifth lowest price. And the evaluation was 90% price, 10% economic development. That's the reason why we are awarded. You've referred to pricing now, not my perception that you were the cheapest preferred bidder. In fact, I believe the total 20-year contract will cost South Africa more than 250 billion rand, and the rates are comparable to the rates South Africa pay to generate electricity from diesel. What will the actual rate be at which you sell electricity to Eskom? First of all, I totally agree with you. This is more a perception issue, mostly. Because in the standard, there were 11 projects. We are the second, third, and fifth most cheapest. That's why we are rewarded. That's one. Second is, if we compare ourselves to the peaking plants that ESCOM has, which burn diesel, we are under confidentiality requirements with IPP office. I couldn't give you an exact number. But what I could very comfortably say, if you compare us to the diesel that is currently ESCOM is burning, we are one-third, one-third cheaper than your diesel cost. So I think the comparison, the second comparison that people do is comparing us with renewables. Now, we believe in renewables. I think South Africa needs renewables, and we will, as car powership, we will be investing in renewable projects in South Africa as well. But when you compare with renewables and a dispatchable solution like ourselves, our power ships will be operating for 16 and a half hours as per the standard. And today, currently needs at least 5 to 6 gigawatts. Our solution is only 1 gigawatt. We will not solve the problem. We will only be a part of the solution. But South Africa today, in order to solve these problems, needs all the generating power around the world to be deployed there. And I could comfortably say there is no other company globally that could deliver this size of a capacity, 1.2 gigawatt, as quickly as ours. So we believe we are a part of the, the solution. 
in South Africa. So the cost would be about a third of the price we currently pay to generate electricity from diesel. That's correct. Let's talk about the environmental concerns. There have been many, many lobby groups who've taken legal action against Kapalashap. Most, if not all, have come to a conclusion. But there are still a lot of concerns of using gas or a carbon-based fuel to generate electricity. What is your response to those concerns? First of all, we welcome the debate of using different technologies and environmental effects. As I said, as car power ship, we have a track record of operating in 19 different countries. This is not the first environmental application we have done. We are doing this as a part of our business overall. So when you compare the emissions, I think that's a good start. Today, ESCOM's fleet is 90-95% coal. LNG is much cleaner fuel compared to coal. So wherever our projects we start in those ports, it will improve the environmental baseline compared to the coal emission. So I think from an environmental perspective, our projects will be better for South Africa in terms of emissions. Obviously, there were a lot of opposition to the project from different groups. We have engaged with the communities with our public participation process. And we welcome all the concerns about the project. And we try to answer all of them during the public participation as well as in our environmental application report. And hopefully, once we find, once we deliver the final report, the Department of Environment would be able to look through all the metrics and then hopefully will give us a positive decision. Have you had similar opposition from environmental groups in the other 19 countries where you have operations? With a different degree of opposition, it is very normal that in today's world, wherever you have a fast-track project, and when, wherever there is a unique solution that you bring, you face opposition because people are generally concerned of the things that they don't know. But once we start operations in all these 19 countries, we don't have any issues with the community and we don't have any impact on the environment, it is claimed here. So I think it's more of a perception issue than science, I would say. But there is a significant negative perception about Kapowership in South Africa. Do you regard that as one of your biggest challenges to overcome to do business here? Our challenge was, as I said, a unique solution that we are bringing in South Africa. There is a crisis in power in terms of load shedding. So we are trying to be a part of the solution. There is a perception issue. What we will do is we will actively, we are already doing that in, with the local communities. What we will do with a general broader public, we will engage with them and explain the solution and answer all those questions that you have raised. I mean, cost environment, thunder. We are happy to do all of this because we went through a very transparent project and we feel very comfortable that whatever we are bringing here in terms of power shifts is good for the country, is good for the economy. These projects will create tens of thousands of jobs in those communities, which is, I think, something that is not covered much in the media, but it is also very important contribution to the economy in those ports areas. How well do you think the South African government has handled this electricity crisis in South Africa, especially through these bid rounds for private sector producers to assist in solving the problem? There are obviously challenges in that one. Until this RMIPP round has, I think, had four or five rounds of renewable tenders, which most of them has reached successful close and delivered. Now there is a more 
I think, grid-related issue in order to deploy more renewables into South Africa. I think that's something that ESCOM needs to focus. And for all the projects, not only ours, but all remaining other bid round projects, we should engage more with government to reach them to financial close and deliver those power. I think that's what South Africa needs. In terms of government, obviously, these are MIPP type of projects or any IPP project are very complex and there are various licenses that you need to get from different departments. And there are processes in South Africa which you need to follow. And we are doing that for the last two years and hopefully we are coming to a close. Are there any other remaining legal challenges against Kapowership that may delay the deployment of your ships any further? No, I think the challenges were on the environmental side, which hopefully with these appeals now we have a more clear way forward to deliver the final environmental report. There are legal challenges on the power generation license that we get from NERSA, but that's a license that is already being granted and that process is currently ongoing. We are confident that the generation license that NERSA has acquired is fair. We don't see any legal challenges for the time being which is an obstacle for delivering power. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Mehmet. That was Mehmet Katmer. He's the commercial director at Kapowership, and he spoke to us all the way from Istanbul in Turkey.